three reasons why you should not take on this client. This episode of the Godly Business Podcast is brought to you by Better Sales Women, where entrepreneurs learn to master the sales conversation and 3x their income. To learn more, visit bettersaleswomen.com. Welcome to the Godly Business Podcast. I am your host, Anne Jean-Pierre. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about three reasons why you should not take on some client. Now, the focus of sales and um, growth in your business is to take on as many clients as possible. I'm aware of that. You're aware of that. However, If you have been in business for any length of time, there are certain clients that you realized it was not worth the money. So today I'm going to go over three reasons and three signs that you may need to look at before you sign on this this client. I almost said this Karen, because one of the um, things we're going to talk about is the Karen type of client. So without further ado, we're going to talk about it first. So the first type of client you may not want to get is the forced yes. The person that you felt like in the sales conversation, it was they didn't really want to say yes. It's almost like they felt like they had to say yes to your product or service. And because of that, a couple of things will happen with that type of client. One, they're most likely not going to commit to whatever it is that you are giving them. And the service industry, such as myself, like if you're a coach or a consultant, what you will find is that now you almost have to babysit this person, right? You have to um, keep asking them to do their part of the contract. You almost have to chase them to do what it is that they need to do. Uh, in the product or um, yeah, in the product side, they're the one that most likely will buy something and then return it, right? Because they were not 100% sure about it, so they buy it, and then after that, they're like, ugh, I don't know, buyer's remorse kicks in, and then they want to return it because their yes wasn't a true yes, right? So that person becomes more of a long drag for you, as a, especially in the consulting, coaching, um, even personal training world those type of interaction where the person has to actually show up and do their part in the relationship of the service that you're um, involving with. They will not be committed to the process. And that in turn make it hard for you to do your job, which oftentimes results in a not so great experience either for you nor for your client. And this is where sometimes you will get the bad reviews, um, bad recommendation. The person will just say they didn't have a great experience with you. 
they didn't like the process and everything like that, every reason they're giving you is because they were not committed in the first place. Their their heart wasn't in it. Their yes wasn't a true yes. It was more so it's something that I probably should do. So I'm going to do it. And it's begrudging. It's not something that they're really passionate about. These are the type of clients that you definitely do not want to sign up with. You don't want to work with. Even if they say yes, you can sense it's not the best thing. Trust me, the money's not worth it. Just refer them somewhere else or let them know it seems like right now may not be the best time for you. And I totally understand and respect that. You know, when whenever you're ready, let me know. This is something you could say to kind of like let them go. And sometimes it's not that the client is a bad person, right? It's not that they're um, flaky or anything like that. It's just right now may not be the best time. Um, I've talked about this before. I don't think in the podcast though, but where um, sometimes the person is like not ready to commit. They call you just to kind of get information and to kind of like fill it out to see if this is something they want to pursue, right? And and calls and those um you know consultation calls, you kind of have to. This is why you have to pay close attention to know if this person is just fishing and quotation for information, right? Or if they're actually ready to make the jump. And it's okay um, sometimes if the person has to fish around um, because they kind of get an idea like, okay, if this uh, is this something I really need? Is it something I really want? Is it something I'm ready to commit right now? And they're just getting the consultation to get the information. Side note, you also want to avoid the people that are just getting information but never wanting to commit with you. They kind of like get an idea for their own business or um, they're kind of getting an idea, but they're never wanting to commit. So you don't want to spend too much time, um, on them for that. So we'll talk about that in another episode on how to kind of like avoid those time wasters. Um, so yeah, so that is the first one, the person that is not ready to commit the yes, that's a, not a true yes. And they just, not going to be a pleasant experience for you or for them. This is where you get bad reviews. And if the person seems like too, too hesitant, like you, you almost like have to force them, which you should never do ever, ever. But if it just feels like too heavy too like you dragging them to, to, um, make that decision, do not pursue it. It is not going to be worth it on the long run. So, this is the first sign, right? That you should avoid. The second sign is the price conscious client. Oh my. So listen, your price is your price. That is something that I keep harping on. And, and if you've listened to any of my other episodes, um, you hear me talk about this all the time because I see this all the time. <laughs> like, it is um it is sad and, and annoying to me as a sales coach and um consultant because your price is your price 
Do not adjust your price to make someone else see the value in your product or service. So I'm going to get off my soapbox now. But um, the price conscious client is hard for them to accept and see the value of your product. If they start off seeing that the price is too much, then they don't see the value of your product. And you will find very similar attitude toward um, your service or product similarly to the first one, except the price conscious client will complain a lot. Not the same as the Karen, which we will talk about in a little bit, but what you will find is the price conscious um, client will feel like they deserve way more than um, you, the service that you are offering them. Um, they will feel like they may even argue about some of the services that they think they should have, that they should receive. Hence why I say have a very detailed contract before you sign on certain clients. Um, they will have uh, questions, um, which is, there's nothing wrong with that, right? Asking very detailed questions just to make sure, you know, they understand what um, product or service that they're receiving. They will ask, they may start asking for special favors. Um, oh, you know, I'm paying, I'm already paying for all of this anyways. Why can't you just, you know, those type of attitude. Um, they will ask for, um, you know, more service. They will see that you're, they will not value the product that you will get. Again, those same type of clients um, are the ones that when you are working with them, they sometimes you will get a lack of respect from them uh, because these are the attitudes sometimes. Um, and again, not everybody does this, but this is sometimes, this is the type, the type that sometimes will do this, where they would look at it as, um, you need to do this for me because I'm paying you X, Y, Z, right? So because in their mind, they feel like they're paying so much more than, than the service is worth, therefore you as the consultant or coach um, should be bending over backwards for them because, you know, they're paying such a high price. This is also an attitude that you will find in the in the Karens. Um, so that person will definitely make your life very miserable. You will, this is the type of person you will probably get um, calls from about every line item um, invoice that you send them, um, you know, depending on the, the type of business that you're in, marketing or, um, you know, things like that. They will send you questions about every line item um, why is this? Is this really that much? Um, I see also this with interior designers. Um, sometimes, um, you know, marketers, same thing, right? Every line item they have to question, they have to, um, ask about like, why is this, that blah, blah. Those type of clients are not worth it. It's, it's going to make your life harder. It's going to suck the joy out of what you do, especially if you love what you do. Um, it's going to suck the joy out of it. 
and it's it's honestly not worth the the back and forth with them so for those type of clients where um the they're so price conscious do not sign them on refer them out um and let them know hey it seems like you don't see the value in this product and or or service and i completely um could kind of see where you're coming from but unfortunately this doesn't seem like it's going to be a right fit for you right um and then that's it uh sometimes they will say no no i think this is blah blah but trust your gut feeling um i've had this conversation with uh, uh my sister before uh multiple times uh with uh clients that she was kind of hesitant about uh, signing up and I'm like, don't, don't do it, sis, don't do it. And she did. And she was like, man, you know, and you had to fire the client and yes, you can fire a client. Um, and hopefully you get to get to the point where you have that liberty enough where you're not so hung up on, oh my gosh, I need a client. I need a client that you're afraid to fire a client. Yes. Um, so I, I pray that that will happen for you where you're like, Hey, this is, this relationship is not working by um, <laughs> the third and last is the Karen. Oh my gosh. I, yes. I call um, that type of client, the Karen, because anything that you could think of a Karen would do this client will do. So pretty much everything we kind of talked about in the first couple two and then some, right? The Karens, um, you can kind of tell um, right away. Um, so this is not, this should not be like, oh, you didn't know because most likely in your consultation, if you do it right, you will kind of like determine that they are Karens, right? Um, so the Karen personality, when you are signing them up, they are also very detailed um, sometimes, right? Which is okay. Again, you do want a client who wants to understand fully what they are getting themselves into, um, in order for, for them to, you know, that there's no questions asked. Right. Um, and there's no coming after, after that. Um, you will also, they will also do the, the line item thing. Like, well, why is it so much? Like, such and such, um, you know, didn't charge me as much. Let me tell you something. The moment someone tells me this, this is me personally. This, I'm not saying you have to do this, right? But for me, when someone tells me this, the two things um, you you can say, and this is something I recommend. Again, you don't have to do it, but this is what I do because of my self personality. One is to understand that I don't know what. So such and such ABC company offers. So therefore my prices cannot be based. I can compare my prices. I don't know what they offer. Right. So that's one thing. And two, truthfully, depending on how they say it and the attitude in which they say it with, right. <laughs> I would straight up tell them, well, it sounds like it, um, it may be better for you to go to ABC company. Again, that's just me. Um, because this is me sh literally shutting the door at that point point blank, no, no more conversation to be had. Right. But again, every personality is different. So someone could get offended at that. Me so much. Eh, I don't really care that much. De again, depending on the attitude the person is bringing, my personality type would tell you, 
well, it sounds like ABC company might maybe a best fit for you, right? Um, so there's that. They are super entitled. Um, why, well, as the um, the price conscious client is entitled in the fact that they feel like, you know, the price is so high, I should be getting all of these red carpet services because in my mind, this is a, 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 a high price and therefore they feel like they're entitled. That same type of attitude you will find in the Karen. And the Karen will expect for you to roll out the red carpet and um, be available, especially as a culture consultant, be available on their time, on their dime. If they tell you jump, you need to jump all of that attitude. It is best for you and your consultation, and this is something that is standard. Again, um, go back and listen to my um, contract video uh, podcast episode. This is why you go over what is expected of them, what is expect, what they should expect of you as part of the contract, and um, what service you will offer and what service you will not offer. This is also what you, um, one thing that I always recommend to all my, um, anyone that I speak with, clients, prospects, friends, um, when you are having the conversation, ask them what their expectations are and clarify those expectations. Because if their expectations are for you to be, I don't know, available, um, especially depend on the type of business you have, right? Consulting um, is the one that I'm talking about specifically right now. Like, let's say the expectation is you will be available to them to answer questions within 48 hours, no matter what day it is. Like, no, I work Monday through Friday, right? Like, let's say that's your schedule. So expecting me to respond to you at, you know, on a Friday night and I don't respond to you until Monday, and then that becomes an issue because for you, you say 48 hours. Yes, people do get that petty. <laughs> yes. Um, you know what I mean? So like stuff like that, having um, them to clarify, just clarify what your expectations are and also ask them what the expectations are from you just so there's no confusion. Um, the Karens will also, um, have the same attitude of, um, some of the same attitude at the price conscious client and that they will, the Karens may see the value, but they will, um, treat you as, as though you are a servant that you are, um, um, how do I put this? uh, that you should be grateful <laughs> that they are work. They chose you as the person to work with. Now as business owners, we should be grateful for every, uh, opportunities that we get to help someone in their business, to help so a, a customer achieve their goal, you know, cause if you're all really passionate about what you do, it's not just about the money, right? It is really truly about the person's success, the person getting where, they want to go. And that does, at least to me and a lot of people I know, um, 
helping the person get to their goal is something that you hold dear to you, that you're very proud of, that you can stand on like, hey, this is something I'm, I'm proud of when I walk away, that this I gave my all, I gave my best, and this person um, got the best out of me. Now, another side note, especially for coach, consultants, um, trainers, things like that, what you do is offer your best, right? Unfortunately, a lot of times you're not in charge of the results, right? You cannot do, you cannot give the person the results that they're looking for. At the end of the day, a lot of times, again, depending on your business, the results have to come from their effort, their application of what you walk them through and, you know, how they show up for that consulting, that coaching session, that um, whatever it is that you're doing and their application of it. So the results of it is as is as much on them as it is on you to make sure you're guiding them in the correct way. But their failure to apply what you tell them is not on you. And sometimes you may find yourself beating yourself up for them not getting what it is that they need to do. You have to remember where you stand what you can do and what they have to do. So that's a little side note. But um, yes, those Karens will also blame you for not getting the results, even though they are not doing their part of the bargain, right? They will find faults and everything, um, everything will be your responsibility, your problem, your fault, um, that they're not where they are, even though they didn't show up, right? They didn't show up. They didn't do um, what they needed to do. Um, for example, right? Uh, part of my um, coaching course, um, not course, but my, my seven-week coaching um, training program, I have all of my clients uh, record their conversation, their sales conversation. And that's the best way for me to critique what you are saying so, and, and for you to adjust, right? So if you don't ever record your calls, now I have to either find a way to what do a three, be present when you are making a call. Well, guess what? I may not be available when you are making your calls. So if you are refusing to do what I expect of you, which is to record your sales conversation in order for us to go over it later and critique it, and you don't do that, then you don't get the result that you want because now I'm going based of what you're telling me happened in the call versus me being able to witness what's happening in the call. You're not going to get the best result possible, right? So that is on you as the client to do what I tell you to do in order for you to get um, get what it, what it is that you're trying to get out of the out of the out of the program, right? So this is this is what I mean by those Karens will just not do what they're supposed to do and still expect your result, right? It's like a you, you're a personal trainer, you're a personal coach, you're a dietitian, and the person ref still wants to eat however they want, barely want to show up to training, 
right? They sign up for like a three, six months package. And then they're complaining that they don't, they're not getting the, the results on their bodies that they expect to get because, you know, at the end of the six months, I'm supposed to lose 30 pounds. Well, baby, you didn't do the work. <laughs> you know what I mean? You ate whatever you wanted. You didn't come to your sessions. You barely wanted to work out. So yes, at the end of the six months, the six months may go by, but you will not have the result that you wanted because guess what? You didn't follow through. So this is what you will often find again with the, the Karens and um, same thing with the not committed um person, right? I guess the Karen is all of those, all, all three of those um, things that we talked about, right? They will not be committed and then um, be upset um, at you for not getting the results. And then of course, then you have the bad customer review, the, you know, the headache uh, of dealing with them um, and the complaints and the going back and forth. So these are the three um you know, signs and three reasons why you may not want to sign that client. Um, because at the end of the day, it's it's just not worth it. It's not worth your time. It's not worth your effort. Um, I always tell everyone this, especially coaches and consultants, you are the expert, right? For a reason. They come to you because you have the answer that they are looking for, period. So there is no reason why you have to bend over backwards in order for you to get um, this person to do what they need to do, right? So I look at it the same way as if you're going to the doctor, a doctor, and the doctor tells you these are the things, these are the medication that you need to take in order for you to, to get better. Guess what? If you don't take the medication, is it the doctor's fault? No. So the same way for as the um, expert in your business, your job is to make the prescription, right? To write the prescription and tell them what to do, how to apply it. Their job is to take the prescription, right? So if you look at it this way, then um, hopefully that helps for um, some of the people that I know um, I've had conversation with and how they feel about their clients not getting the results that they want and the frustration um, that they have with that. Um, and hopefully that that helps you because it's it's not your responsibility. I know this can be harsh, especially for those of us who really love the people and um, really want to help. You cannot, you can bring a horse to water, but you cannot force it to drink, right? You do your part, you show up, you do what you have to do. At the end of the day, this is a partnership. This is why you have to have a um, service agreement. The agreement is I agree to do this, you agree to do this. And this is why um, a, a client expectation is needed, right? A client expectation is needed. Go over it with them before they sign up, what the expectations are, what, um, you know, what they need to do in order to get their act together. <laughs> um, that is it for me today. I hope this was helpful um, and that you can keep those three things in mind as to the type of people, the type of prospects um, before they even become a client. So hopefully they don't become a client. The signs that you have to look out for in order for you to not get um, the headache clients that you do not want. Because like I said, a yes is not always a good thing when you're talking to a prospect. 
So hopefully this was helpful. Um, if you have questions, concerns, would like to learn more, um, definitely send me your question, uh, a voice note, um, you know, uh, message me, let me know what you would like to learn more about, any um, things that you would like for me to go over and explain a little bit more. I would be more than happy to do so. I pray that God keeps you and guides you in the way that you should go, and he will instruct you in the way that you should go. Just pray and ask for that. I hope that you um, are successful in this new year in your business, and um, thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you next week. God bless.